yeah. Well, yeah, let's do 15 minutes. We don't have much. I mean, you have anything really that you wanted to talk about? I am recording right now. Welcome to Cybercast. Well, podcasting is getting very popular. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, look, the president was on Mark Maron's show. You know, I mean, come on. That, that helps. Serial, that helps. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, but like, Obama's pretty digitally savvy enough to do it. Yeah, you know? but th- it's not that he's digitally savvy to do it. It's that he brings people who aren't digitally savvy to, to do it onto, <laughs> you know, oh, wow, podcasting is a thing. Yeah, that's true. But he's been the first president who's really done something with social media. Yeah, true. Bes- besides... uh Having a Twitter account. Yeah. You know? True. That's true. That's true. But but I, I think I think all of that adding up, you know, those two those things coming together. Mark Marin, a comedian having a podcast, first of all, then he also then gets the president to come on his podcast. All of these things sort of colliding. I mean Howard Stern, if he decides to come to podcasting, it's over. Because <laughs> seriously, that guy has a, lot, a huge following. And if he decides that, you know, Satellite radio is dead and podcasting is the thing. It's over. Mm, will satellite radio be dead, though? Oh, no, it is dead. Sat- uh-huh. Yeah, satellite radio is dead. The, the only reason why people have satellite radio is either for Howard Stern or it came with their package for uh, their car and they forgot to stop paying for it. That's the only reason, <laughs> you know? I mean, seriously, like, satellite radio is dead. I mean, like... I remember I had a car that had satellite radio in it. It was not compelling at all. Nothing about it told me, yeah, I'm going to do this. Podcasting is is the answer. Podcasting Mm. is the satellite radio of of the 2000-whatever-15s. Because, let me clarify satellite radio for a second, though. Mm. Satellite radio is basically radio, digital digital radio, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's broadcasted to uh, satellites, and you pay a monthly fee for it. Right, or yearly, right. Mm. Yeah, I'm not paying for that. <laughs> it's nobody. That, it, it yeah, doesn't. especially the, the 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 two companies that were competing against each other. Now they bought what one of them bought the other one. It's dead. <laughs> like yeah. they, not, there's only one of them now because they own both. It's dead. It's there's no competition. You know, like it's dead. Like people will either listen to Pandora, they'll listen to regular radio, they'll listen to Spotify or now Apple Music. You know, yeah. Satellite radio is dead. How popular is regular radio? I have no idea. I know, I know, I know that the average person does listen to it. Like, but it's passive listening. They don't like. Oh my gosh, I have to catch. You know, Power ninety six. Not like it used to be. I do watch sort of radio on YouTube. Uh, what, what? There's radio on YouTube, is that? Nah, it's not really radio, but it's like a radio station that takes uh, interviews or... Oh, okay. So it's basically a podcast in video form, a vodcast. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. sort of, yeah. And the future is podcasting, really, because people are just like how... On-demand TV is a thing. Podcasting is on-demand radio, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is very true. So that's why satellite is dead, because you can't just say, 
oh, I would like to go listen to Howard Stern at this time from the, you know, like, I think if you have satellite radio, you have an app that I think you can, I think you can listen to stuff, but you, of course you have to pay for it. You know, I mean, it, it's not like satellite, you can't listen to the app if you don't have a subscription, I don't believe. Hmm. Well, if I'm correct, there are a couple of podcasts you have to pay for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mark Maron also basically his WTF podcast. He has what the first, the last what ten or fifteen free, and everything else. If you want to listen to it again, or you have to pay a subscription, um, to his uh his website. Oh, uh, basically a subscription to his back catalog. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, but that's okay. Uh... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I, I just, no, huh? no, but basically, like, you know, it is a sort of an income for him, and yeah, I don't think it does anything for his. Uh, he's probably doing through uh, lip sync, right? Yeah, he's lip sync, and uh, he's lip sync, and also he does. Uh, I think he does mid roll. The ads are done through mid roll. Mm, okay. And mineral, mineral. I think mineral is the one that just got bought out. I believe. Mm. I think mineral. Yeah, mineral is the one that got bought out, right? Uh, I I would not know. Yeah, I think mineral bought got bought by oh Scripps. Yeah, by E W Scripps. Uh, which is like a old timey uh uh media uh you know they're old time media uh. You know they 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 buy they do ads for for TV basically. Mm. I bet it's very interesting for them to come in the podcasting game. Yeah, yeah. I wonder really what they're. I mean, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, but I wonder if like the ads are gonna change because basically all over the place you basically hear the same ads, right? Yeah, they everybody has the same ad. I mean, you know, Squarespace. Uh, no. You know, actually, another round has, um, you know, another round, right? A podcast, another round. No, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's an it's basically like these two um, black women that work for BuzzFeed. They basically have discussions uh, about race, gender, and and um, you know the, uh, the 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 you know the problems that minorities and uh, may have in america or, or maybe the world who knows but in america um and their ad is actually done by that company that does the the razors for remember we talked about razors oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the straight edge razors well they mm-hmm. are double edge razors they actually have a company that company that does the razors for black people black hair they have Wait, what they, yeah, there's a, there's a brand for black people. Yeah, yeah, it's called um I, I thought um uh, my, my, Mickey Mick who's going to be on our podcast uh in next episode. Uh he basically uses it. It's um what's it called again? Um uh what's it called again? I forgot what it's called. But yeah, uh they they have that company uh uh, doing ads on on their uh you know uh on their show, you know. Mm, okay. 
Yeah, and, and so so very very often everybody has the same ads, but every now and then you know something like that comes along, mm-hmm. and that, that, that's kind of cool actually. I think that not everybody is like in the same pool of you know uh, of of ad money that is being doled out by Squarespace and Audible. Right. I mean, I would love an Audible ad, by the way, Audible. But um, <laughs> um, you know, it's um, what yeah. You, oh. Even the verse started with ads. The verse? Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah, they did. Oh. I was like, wait, what? Huh. Really? Oh yeah, the the company, by the way, is the Bevel. It's uh, Bevel is the company that does razors for black people. B E V E L. I think mm. it's like get getbevel.com or something like that. Yeah. And that's uh that's another round. That's their podcast. You know, their podcast. And so like in the in the ad is actually kind of cool because they it's not a typical ad. They basically uh, you know, have a guy talk to his barber about different uh, ways of shaving or t- cutting hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, that's kind of compelling. I mean, everybody else's ad is just a, a straight read and you know, like ATP, you know, does just a straight read, and they sometimes say a little story, and then the ad goes three minutes long, and it's like, okay, like I kind of wish you respected your listeners a little bit more by by cutting it down just a little bit, or doing it like re uh, uh, reply all the comp- oh it? um Gimlet, Gimlet startup media. yeah Gimlet yeah the way Gimlet yeah. does it. You know, where yeah. they sort of do it with a better music and s- separate it out. I kind of wish they did that. Yeah. Uh, and they also try to make a story out of the ad. Right. Instead of basically plain reading something. Right. Right. And I do think uh, they should at least have like a bumper like, okay, now now there's an ad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, because- Tom, Tom Merritt, when he was doing the podcast with uh, Roger... Um. Uh, basically, R- huh? Roger Chang. Roger Chang, right? Um, I remember he would sort of do the podcast. He would go into an ad without even realizing that the ad was there already. I got upset about it actually, and I actually I tweeted at him saying that it feels it doesn't feel right. And so he actually said, "Oh, okay. I you know I appreciate the feedback," and he actually changed it because like sometimes you know. He would have the the show, you know. Let's say we're talking about, uh, yeah, the new ATC, HTC phone is out, and um, yeah, it, it uses the Exynos chip. The Exynos chip is actually produced by you know Samsung, and Samsung is our sponsor today. It's like you know, it just rolled right into it. Basically, uh, like native advertising almost. Yeah, alley hoop. Um, how do how do a segue? Yeah, yeah, they segue right into it, and it's like it's it feels dirty. I don't I don't like it when, when I think I am actually consuming, especially when I'm not doing when I'm doing something and it's taking up my my sort of my attention, and then mm-hmm. I I'm like, wait a second, I'm in an ad now. Is this yeah. now content or ad? You know, and you know they say that there's got to be a separation of like advertising and content. And yeah. I really think podcasters should take that uh, advice and separate. Like, that's why I like it when advertise. Uh, that's why I like it when 
the podcasters go to someone like Midroll to do the ads for them, like to buy the ads for them. So that's, uh, you know, there's a separation sort of there. But at the same time, I kind of wish that they actually did separate it now on the show instead of like how ATP does the read where it's now it's a personal story, which like I don't like if it's a testimonial, I kind of would like it maybe if it was someone else doing the testimonial. I don't know. I'm not so sure what, what I've, I don't know. Something just doesn't feel right about it. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Like, like, like say, let, let's say if we were to do uh, um, ads, right? I mean, Tosh said he would do the ad read. And so basically, I would like uh, Tosh to do the ad read after the show is done. And then we'll insert it into the show. Yeah, and, that would be the best way to go. Yeah. You know, I would and, actually say, she's probably going to kill me for this, but let Kish read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would actually be cool. You know, you know who, you, who does the... Um, so... Um, I think it was this weekend photo used to have uh, Martin Bailey from the Martin Bailey podcast. He used to, because he has a nice voice, right? He, he's an English guy. What's a really nice voice. He used to do the reads. I think it was for, I think it was for this weekend photo or if, it, no, was it? It might've actually been uh, for the candid frame. Maybe he does a read for one of those podcasts. It's kind of nice ha- having someone else, do the read for the podcast. It's like it, it would be cool if I- instead of uh, Marco doing the read for ATP, if it was CGP Gray doing the read for ATP, and then vice versa, <laughs> you know, for Hello Internet, have Marco do the reads for Hello Internet. Mm. Yeah, that would be great because that really distinguishes, like, besides you know having an audio cue and having the content of the words. And also, you know, when a person talks, mm-hmm. you don't recognize the person. Well, sometimes you do, but like, you know, that person is not part of that particular podcast. Right. Exactly. And, and that, that would put up a nice wall, a separation of, you know, of content and, and, adver- and advertorials, you know, I mean, and advertisements. Um, yeah. Instead of having it feel like it, like sometimes I almost feel like it's a whole native ad. Though some podcasts, the way they go on after the ad is done being read, uh, they kind of go on talking about the product, like on Twid, uh, yeah, no, Twid, yeah, actually, Twig, like the last episode when they were talking about Alphabet, um, I think the, uh, Leo had done an ad read for, for something that, uh, that Mike that uh mike elgin used as well and so after the ad was done being read then he he had to go give his little story of how amazing it is and it's like listen i had to read is done let's go on with the show yeah true true and they also do that a lot with audible Mm -hmm. which you know you know what i hate to say i kind of like audible's ads i always like audible ads yeah because they give recommendations right right that's probably why. That's but, the only reason why. But that's also kind of a mixed thing. Like, on the one hand, you know, it's nice to get a recommendation. But on the other hand, the ad is already done. Yeah, that's right? true. I agree. I agree. I, I got I to gotta be stricter about my, my, my rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree. Um, you know, because you're right. I mean, that is very true. That basically... 
if I'm going to be strict about one thing, yeah, I got to be stricter. If I say one thing about one, I should then say, yeah, it should be the same for all. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, so um, when I was, you know, because Dick and Tosh are not here today, and so it's just me, uh, Clay, and uh, Ty. And yeah. uh, I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I started thinking, like, so I have two, I have sort of two Twitter groups that I follow. I have one group that's the technology group, and that consists of, like, mostly Apple and maybe some Google people. And, and then I have another group of people that I'm following again now, going increasing in numbers, and that's the photography group, you know, people who are into photography. Yeah, wait, hold up one second. Yeah. Twitter groups? Twitter groups, yeah, you know, like, like people, like just the, 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 like if I were to look at my group of people I follow, uh, like yeah. the number of people I follow, if I were to split it in half, half would be technology, half would be Oh, okay, okay. No right. Not like lists, not like lists, but like, you know. Wait, not like lists? No, no oh. I, I have lists as well. Like I, I follow, so the lists that I have in Twitter are people like Marco, Armand, uh, Syracuse, you know, like people like that. I put them in lists because I don't really want them in my feed. You know, the reason why I don't want them in my feed is because, like, Bar- Syracuse is okay. Uh, and he does engage with people. But I am kind of tired of following people who don't really engage with their their followers. Like, they basically just spew out their nonsense and they expect <laughs> you to take it. And then if, you know, someone disagrees with them. Like, let's say Marco Armand writes an article that is very controversial. Yeah, he goes ballistic, uh, or he, you know, that while wow, people contradict or or are against the statement, as if he's a god who has to be listened to, and you know, if I say, you know, very often at the end, especially if Syracuse sort of kind of just has a discussion about it, he says, you know, maybe I should not have my statements be so bold, and yet then he does it again every few months. He has the same, you know, uh. Uh, you know, yelling at Apple for being, you know, this, you know, <laughs> you know, this, this, this big company that doesn't doesn't care about their users, and then he kind of backtracks on his podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically, when I'm looking at my my groups that I follow, like when you look at your groups, like how do they break down? Because mine is like half Apple, maybe a little bit like Google people, and then. The other half is uh, mostly photography. How does yours break down? How can you see groups? Not not groups, but you know, like if oh, you see the like number the, of pe- the people, so you, people follow. you follow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, now I get it. Um, so I got to see for one second. I think it's around... Like if you're looking at your feed, right, throughout the day. I mean, you probably don't look at Twitter as much as you used to, but if you look at your feed throughout the day, like... Do you see mostly Apple things or Google things or like uh, photography or like cultural things, you know? No, most of the times I just see tech news. Okay. So you think With the majority it. of people you follow are tech people or the majority of people who tweet out are tech people? Uh, the, major- the majority of people are basically either tech people or um, like The Verge or that mm. those type of companies that are tweeting stuff out. Okay. See, see, the thing about it is that, like, I, what, what bothers me uh, a little bit now about the tech community, because this doesn't happen with the, the photography community, but the, the tech community, right? Mm-hmm. There's, like, let's say someone tweets out, like, 
let's say Zach Saichi, he tweets out, uh, how do you watch movies, right? How do you watch movies or how do you get your movies? You know, do you go to theater? Do you buy it on iTunes? Uh, and so I say, you know, I, I respond, oh, yeah, you know, I, I basically uh, will maybe buy things. I go to theater, but I, I might buy things via, you know, via media, uh, via the like Internet me- uh, companies like Amazon. And then one of his followers will say something like, you know, and this is a follower that has a lot of followers, right? Like, mm-hmm. wait, so you don't use iTunes? And it's like, no, I don't use iTunes because iTunes basically is only available to me on my Mac or whatever, right? And, uh, you know, if I were to get it from Amazon, I know it's available everywhere else. Oh, but iTunes is the biggest store. Why not just get it at iTunes? Okay, but if it's available on Amazon, why not get it on Amazon? You know? No. And it's like, it becomes like this, this, self-masturbatory circle of just a bunch of morons just you know telling me how i'm wrong about not using itunes because itunes is the biggest store and it's like well why do you care what i use i'm just answering (laughs) like zach's question you know about uh, you know he asked a question i'm just answering it i don't have to i don't ask anyone else why they don't why they do use itunes why does it matter it shouldn't matter you know a question like that is just the gauge like what does your follower think of you know watching movies like right do they use itunes or do they use amazon or do they use google or uh, name any other type of company right you know yeah yeah it's it, exactly and, and the thing about it the thing about it is that like I tweeted the other day that I think that now the Google and the Apple crowds both annoy me annoy you know equally. <laughs> Seriously, like it's like I am a person who uses, I mean, all of my products are Apple products, but I, I am not such I you know I will I'm not such a fanatic that everybody else has to agree with my philosophy on how I do things. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, that's the way it should be, you know. Yeah. You get for every other person, they gotta figure out for themselves. Like, okay, what is the best solution for me? Mm-hmm. Not what is the best solution for you, and you need to do this. Right. Right. That, that's just uh, bleep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, cause me. I'm all over the place with everything, so I don't really care. But like, if somebody tells me like, yeah, this and this is like, like I have like, um, people are not tech enthusiasts, mm-hmm. but they use a certain type of device, uh-huh. and they swear by that certain type of device. So basically, yeah, the Samsung phone, basically. Right. I'm like, I'm not good. Samsung is not the greatest company. <laughs> sure, they make some interesting phones, and I actually have a Samsung phone, you know? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean, like, anything else doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that Apple is crap. No. Right. Like, if you would give me an iPhone 6 right now, I would rock it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they would basically, yeah, throw it away. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would actually do that. I would really kill them if they did. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah I, I, it's 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 really odd like like i am i am almost to the point where i am like i feel like almost unfollowing every twi- tech person on twitter um because uh, seriously the engagement i have with photography uh you know people who are enthusiastic about photography and photography gear and photography as a you know art form mm-hmm. so much more respectful and educational actually right i i learn stuff when i actually speak to the photography crowd versus the tech crowd and when i speak to the tech crowd i just basically have to like bow out like sometimes i, I think uh, it was ashley and I were talking about something and someone like basically just jumped into the conversation and just made us feel like we're wrong about what we felt or talked about. It's like, what is going on here? Like we're having, we're saying one thing. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. talking, I forget, I think we're talking about Apple Music or something like that because she was, you know, telling me to go try some other things out that, you know, Apple is not that innovative for apple music and i was like yeah i agree i mean you know they're they're late to the game and then someone i think it was about apple music and someone jumped in and just basically chastised us and it's like okay it's like hmm. and that doesn't happen with the photography crowd when i talk about photography with people on twitter it's not like that but uh did you have some cases where uh, a random person just jumped into the conversation but kept it respectfully yeah, actually, all the time. All the time, actually. And yeah. sometimes on Twitter, I use the belief, film, belief in film hashtag, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, used to, I'm shooting a lot of film photography now. And the people basically, like, see that hashtag, they see the conversation, they jump in, they jump out. No big deal. Nothing disrespectful, you know. You know, like, okay, so right now I'm using some expired film from Polaroid, right? Because Polaroid stopped making film in 2008. I yeah. bought some expired film, and I, th- I have a feeling that if this was the tech crowd, right, they would probably be like, why are you using that expired film, right? When, in fact, the photography crowd is like, oh, that's interesting. I would like to see results of what you get, you know? Mm. So it's a completely different, like, world. Yeah, but I think it has more to do with um, if you could compare like the photography world mm. with the tech world. Mm. Photography is art, basically. Right. 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 And there's some tech in it, of course. Mm. You know, but it's more about you know how do you create something and how can you learn from other people and like you know and tech is basically like. You have a set product, and mm. you either like it or you don't, <laughs> yeah. and you kind of fall in either the one camp or the other camp, right? Well, why can't you just fall in the middle? Well, you can. You, you, you can definitely can, can, but like the problem is a lot of people tend to put themselves into boxes, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to tech, people love to do that, mm-hmm. right? Right. And especially the less they know, a lot of times, the more they put themselves in boxes. Mm. True, true. And with photography, it's kind of hard to put put yourself actually in a type of box. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, sure, you sure, you, can, you sure about that? Well, you can put yourself in a film box. You can put yourself in a digital box. Mm. Yeah. 
could put yourself in uh, a brand box. Yeah, you could put yourself in uh, uh, what's the uh, Lightroom versus Aperture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that <laughs> box is that box is broken though. No, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but does Aperture still exist? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's why yeah. that box is broken. <laughs> True. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. But that that box definitely that that was a space that was a little bit toxic as well. But Lightroom versus Aperture to me is a tech issue and not a photography issue. Like people who were arguing about Lightroom versus Aperture were tech heads who were into photography versus photography people who you know what I'm saying? Like that that like technology um enthusiasts just are overboard with their enthusiasm, I think. Mm. Yeah, that might be, yeah. What's that? Yeah, you might be right on that. Yeah. Uh, okay, look, like, like, so the group I watch anime with. Yeah. Watching anime with them is, is, is a wonderful experience. Um, and there's nothing toxic about the discussions we have, yet it felt like in the group before when there were more technology focused people in the group it it i did not want to hang out there the only time i came to hang out were to to come and read the you know to read the books that that ashley suggested to us or to come and watch uh anime on saturday or or, or sunday whenever it was on sunday and that was mm -hmm. it you know you know like i used to go into the apple channel during apple announcements and then sometimes I, I actually got shouted out of there by some of the users you know who are apple fanatics and it's like wow like what happened really? to you know the the hippie the peace love hippie companies started back in the day it has now a bunch of like rabbit fanatics who forgot about the days when you know when apple was the underdog you know hmm I mean, I was there when Apple was the underdog. I was using Macs before it was cool to be a Mac user. <laughs> yeah, no, but everybody loves Mac. I know, right? Everybody wants a Mac if they could. Well, not everybody. Yeah. It's either Mac or Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lenovo. You know, another thing that I also noticed from my tech crowd versus the photography crowd is that the tech crowd, everybody is an analyst. Like, what happened? Like, you know, everybody now is an analyst. Like, now everybody is a John Gruber or, you know, even Marco Armand, you know? Mm, yeah, but it kind of comes with the territory, right? Does it, really? Yeah, a little bit, because we kind of analyze certain tech issues, too, Yeah, but too, we, don't, right? we, don't, we don't, like, we don't come across as, like, Bible thumper, like, you know, <laughs> Preacher. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. We, we kind of give our opinion about certain stuff, and we let you figure out what you want to do with it. Exactly. There's never been an episode, I think, where unless we were joking, where we p told people that. I mean, look, you're an Android user. Have I ever said that Android should never be used by anyone? I've heard podcasts where people say that Android, how could you use Android? Or even like in my Twitter feed, how, you know, how dare people use Android? You know, that, that, mm -hmm. that filth dribble would never use that, you know. 
And it's like, yeah, yeah you know, like I used an Android device once. I didn't like it. Uh, that, I, I, that's it. End of story. Like, there's nothing more to it. You know, uh, I mean, I, I need to give it a try again. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that biased that I'm going to never give an Android device a try again. I don't work for Apple. I mean, I have Apple stock. I don't know how many of these people who, who own Apple stock. The thing about it is I'm not going to go out of my way to go and convince everybody else in my Twitter feed that Apple is the way to go. I think that actually is just, just disingenuous, actually, because I have I have an agenda in that case, right? I own Apple stock. Yeah, definitely. You know? I mean, I don't know how many of these people own Apple stocks. They probably don't own Apple stocks. I hope they don't. If they, the way they're spewing their sort of religious, like, vile, you know? Well, if you come with an official blog type of thing, then you should not own stock. Or if you're working at a, a certain company writing articles, you shouldn't own stock. Like, you know, the way I see it is like this. If you own stock, it should be st part of a portfolio that you don't know what's in it. Right? Yeah. Someone is the buying the stock for you, but you shouldn't know what's in it. If it's so Yeah, happens, that's fine too, yeah. Right. But if you can't go out of your way to go and buy Apple stock and then now try to pump Apple stock up by telling everybody Apple is the way to go, because that is not really ethical, I think. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Definitely. Because in that way, you know, uh, how do you say it? It's kind of disingenuous. Mm -hmm. And... um. That's another word for it, but I forgot. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's sort of like you're you're basically you're you're basically you're talking up one thing that you own and talking down the other that you don't own. You know, unless you own both, I guess. But still, I don't know. Yeah, but still, in that case, you could still play a certain game where you can profit off of both. Yeah. Right. True. So. Yeah. I know Leo Leo doesn't own stock that he knows of. Like it's in the portfolio. Uh mm. and, and maybe there might be Apple stock in there, but he doesn't like specifically buy Apple stock. I think that that is fine. As long as you do not know what you are actually buying. Right. You know, and you entrust that in somebody else. Yeah, like that it's keeps in a mutual you, fund. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't because if you own a stock, you know, you're getting partial to that brand. Mm -hmm. And that should not be the case. You should be, as a journalist, especially as a journalist, mm -hmm. you should be unbiased to anything. Yeah. Do you think that is the case now, though? Um, no. But, you know, theoretically, you should be. You know, yeah. sure, you know, everybody has his own type of views and all own type of upbringings and that will mold what the article will say. Mm -hmm. But you can have your brain, but you can also have stock. But having your brain is fine, but also having that stock, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, anything that else you wanna anything you wanna rant about? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've listened to the last episode, right? Uh, actually, you edited the last show. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good listen, actually. Uh -huh. what, what happened about the last episode? Uh, yeah, well, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what type of phone I want. And, like, the Samsung event was 
yesterday. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, really, Samsung, you're disappointing me. In a way, they're disappointing me. In a way, they're not. Mm-hmm. It was, how how are they disappointing you? Well, the design is just basically it's an S six. Mm-hmm. You know, a little larger, and it has a pin. I don't want that. I mm-hmm. I want the Note to be different from the S six mm-hmm. because the Note three looked different than the S four. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, no. So uh, not 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 impressed what you saw in terms of what the design looked like. No. Not at well, what all. what is this one called? What is the name exact name of it? Uh the Galaxy Note 5. Note 5, okay. Yeah, and they also will announced the uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Galaxy S6 Edge Plus. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. What? What why 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 such a long name? Uh, because there's also a Galaxy S6 Edge. Oh, wow. Okay, but you can kind of compare it to the iPhone six and iPhone six plus mm-hmm. in terms of the naming, right, right. And also the edge is, eh, no, I, it doesn't make sense anymore to me. I, <laughs> I like it. I I like their first iteration of the edge. You know, for me, it felt like okay, they're trying to innovate on something. What is gonna work? Probably not, but. Mm. At least they're trying. At least they're showing the world, like, okay, here's a device you can actually hold it in your hand and you can just run with it, right? Mm. Well, like, yeah. now it just feels like, to me, like the edge became smaller, actually, I think. Like the actual edge around the phone. And like, is that a, isn't that a good thing, though? So that you have mostly screen or no? Um, uh, maybe I don't know. Mm. Maybe there was one thing I did like though about. Um, well, t- t- so so you, are you done with telling us everything you don't like? Um, I was kind of thrown off by the Samsung Pay announcement. Oh, is that basically similar to Google Pay, but Samsung? Yeah, and, and NFC. Um. No, it, they do support NFC, but they also support barcode, and oh. they also support uh, magnetic stripes, uh, swipes. The what stripes? Uh, magnetic swipes. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So I don't know how they actually do it, but basically you can just hold your device to a portal that doesn't have NFC uh-huh. and only has the man- magnetic swipe. And it, oh, how does that supposedly, work? Ah, magic. Okay. <laughs> so, like I say, it's magic. I yeah. do not know how it actually works. Okay. But that's kind of interesting, though. Uh huh. In a way. Yeah. But and anything else that uh, that's that that you know mm-hmm. that you don't the, like the battery is not removable. Uh, I'm not too sure about that. I mm. don't think it's removable. And I haven't checked if they have SD card slot. I believe they don't have that either. But they have a one to an eight size, or, or right, or what? Mm, 
this started 32. Wait. Yeah, I think it says 128. Well, unless it's just a 6 plus, that's just 128. <laughs> no, they, they can't do that because basically the no 5, the, the note oh, it is, is 128. It's a 128 yeah. version. Huh? Yeah. Sorry? Basically, the note is the flagship device and... Uh, mm. The edge is just basically there. Oh, okay. And, and supposedly the battery life is less than the Note 4. Oh, okay. But is it using a similar screen or what? It's kind of using a similar screen and probably they're doing some uh, magic stuff to make it work better. But, like, how can you make... The the battery smaller like yeah it's, it should, it's a skinnier phone though right yeah I could imagine that's why yeah but still uh, I'm not too sure if they're gonna be able to keep up with like a certain hours a day mm. because the S six is kind of in the doghouse for having bad battery life. Mm. You know, the thing is that it, people have to get used to the fact that that battery life has to get worse before it gets better. I think that's going to happen. Mm, yeah. Well, they should stop uh, with the resolution race because QHD is kind of overkill mm. on a phone. Because mm. basically 1080p and QHD... You can probably see a little bit of difference with a great picture, mm-hmm. but for the rest, I don't think you see the difference with text. Mm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. I've I've never seen anything greater than what the iPhone has. So I I, I mean I have no idea. Mm, I believe I'm not too sure, but I believe my Note Three has a better quality than. The under the iPhone six. Does it? Okay. If I'm correct. Mm. Right? Yeah. Because I have no idea. You have the iPhone six, right? I do, yeah. And I have to check it, but I believe my I in my note three has ten eighty P screen. Okay. But then again, it's larger. Yeah. So so what do you what do you like about it then? Um, there were a couple of things. Um, this one is kind of weird because I don't use a pen. I should, but mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> uh, but now they they have a clicker on it, which is just plain weird, and it doesn't. Clicker? Yeah, so it's a Bluetooth what, clicker or what? No, they. So basically, the pen has like a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. Wait, you click it. No, it doesn't. Oh, have it the doesn't have. A, okay, it, I got you. I got but you. it just has the clicking. I sound. got you. Right. And I think it's more for people, you know, like making more feel like actual notepad, right? When, it, because you know when when you're trying to write stuff down and you're thinking, and you just kind of start to play with your pen. Wait, hold on, hold on. But wait, hold on. So, so that's this is a feature that you do like or don't like? I, I like it. Isn't that really and the a clicking? Feature? 
Yeah, it's nice. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's nice. Come on. Nah, come on. Really? There's nothing about that I like at all. <laughs> that to me is like, I'm looking at this thing. I don't like the clicking. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't do something, what is it? Wow. No, should it have to do something? Yeah, it has no. to. If, if it has no, to. No, form. but look at, it, oh. look at it this way, all right? The Note, the Galaxy Note is in a different segment altogether, right? Mm -hmm. it's what they try to do is really uh, appeal to people who like productivity and like to write down notes, right? Mm -hmm. And you know when you're writing down notes and you kind of start thinking, you start to play with your pen, no, start clicking around. Listen, form should follow functions. If there's no, if there's no, no function to the form, they shouldn't be there. If the, the clicking does nothing, yeah. No, no, but you can say the same thing about um, about what? Uh, how did Apple? How did they call the design Apple had before they went uh, all googly, googly eye uh, type of style? Hmm? Um. So basically, the like the Note app on the iPhone mm -hmm. used to look really like actual yeah, the, the skeuomorphic. Yeah, skeuomorphism. Yeah, well, this is kind of like skeuomorphism. Yeah, right? but the thing, the, the thing about it is that see, skeuomorphic in software is one thing; it's gaudy, but it's one thing. But <laughs> actually, having the like having machining built just to have to click for something that doesn't actually function—that to me is like a bridge too far. Yeah. They've they've jumped the shark. Nah, this I is basically know. this is basically Samsung saying we have no ideas. This is what our son, my son, came up with this idea. He likes it. I'm gonna put it in the thing. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this makes the phone sell. That's not gonna make the phone sell. You're not gonna buy the Note Five because it has a clicky S Pen. No, you're not gonna buy it for that. If you if you're actually gonna buy it for that, I'm, I will slap you in your face. <laughs> but you just named it as a feature that of something that I, I, I would have never... I saw, I saw it in the pictures. I didn't think anything of it until you just told me it clicks. I, I just... I think it's a nice add-on. Ah, oh, man. It's a nice add-on, really. Oh, gosh. Okay, all right, all right. And then, I'm not sure, but they might do something with the clicking eventually. Okay, how will they do something? Is it, is it actually attached to anything inside of this pen? Yeah, it's like on the pen, you, you have the click clicker. Like yeah, I know, I know, but does it like is it soft? Is it have hardware on the inside of the click when you engage it? Does it do something? Not on that one. You do have like the pen if you press but yeah on the on the front right with like a wacom thing right yeah yeah, yeah but the the, if the click on the back has not like that to me absolutely <laughs> makes no sense absolutely not like if they're saying okay the click is there to help sort of maybe sort of hide it in the pen to make it shorter when it goes in okay i guess maybe but just to have it click for the sake of clicking <laughs> You're gonna make you're gonna turn me into one of these Apple fanboys on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so let, let me continue okay. on because okay. um, they did have a nice feature with um, so now when your device is when your screen is turned off, you can just start writing on your screen. 
Okay. With the pen. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to turn your device on. You can just grab your phone out of your pocket, start writing. Okay. It's that that's a pretty nice feature. Yeah. But I don't do notes, so yeah. Okay. So the note but, is not for you then. Uh, I mean, come yes. on. Yeah, you, there, look, you don't do notes. This thing is built mm. around like note taking and sort of do that sort of thing. Then you the another phone is your future. This is not your phone. Well, the main reason I got the Note Three is one design wise. Okay. It had a bigger screen. Right. And it had um, it was either the first phone or one of the first phones with um multitasking true multitasking you mean okay okay so like you can run youtube on the top of your screen and run whatsapp on the bottom of your screen how often do you use it Uh, pretty often actually okay and also a nice feature is like uh taking screenshots Mm -hmm. i can just uh, circle things because sometimes people ask me how do I find this and this and this in the menu? Mm-hmm. I take a bunch of screenshots and just, you know, draw. Okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I can just draw what um, part of the screen I want to capture. Mm-hmm. That is also a great feature. I mm-hmm. kind of use that a lot, too. Okay. But the writing, the note stuff, the drawing, mm-hmm. I don't know how to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I don't. Uh-huh. So th- that was basically what I got the note for. Okay. And But now those now that you've had the note for all this time, and they're phones that have bigger screens, uh, bigger screens than they used to be, um, does the note still make sense for you? I don't know. I mean, how often do you use a pen a day? Um, maybe each other day. Okay. Um, and how how easy would it be for you to do the same thing with just your finger? Um, well, there are certain things I would not be able to do with my finger because it's tied to the software of the pen. Okay. So like basically doing the screenshot thing. Mm. And you the screenshot could, the I, screenshot I, thing, how often do you use that a day? A day it depends. It could be that I'm don't use it for a week. It could be that I'm using it two days straight. Okay. You know? Okay. Hmm. Cause the thing about it is that so I can screen capture and then I just go into sketch and then I circle or whatever I need to and then send it to the person. It's two steps. Yeah. The two steps the, the two steps for the one time a month I need it, it's not that big a deal. Um, I don't know. I bet you have apps for that. For what? At least on Android, you would be able to have apps like you take a screenshot, mm-hmm. it automatically opens up like to draw stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Apple does not do that. Mm. They don't support it in the APIs, which they should, by the way. But right, listen, I like the security of of the buckets that they put things in, which are yeah. going to be opened up a little bit more in iOS nine. But yeah, you know, I, I kind of like the security. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think security is a definitely a huge part. But like, there should be ways where it could be made possible to do certain things. Yeah, right? the, the things that you know what's funny is that these things are coming. They just come slowly. Sometimes, I uh, sometimes I think that it's better to to <clears throat> to to move slowly and do it properly than to do it hastily and then oh my gosh we have to backtrack and fix things now because it's a security issue. Mm, yeah, I get that and I totally agree with that. But it's, it's not always the case for Apple in that way, right? I think a lot of times they that I think a lot of times that when they do things is because they're so scared to lose control of something. I think that I think that that I think that almost is like their motto: "We're scared to lose control, so be cautious." Mm. Yeah, but like for instance, the maps thing mm -hmm. that was basically premature, right? Uh, the thing about it is that you have to start somewhere. Remember when Google's Maps first came out? Mm, I, I get that. Yeah, because remember Google Maps versus MapQuest? You remember that? That, that I mean, I, I did not touch Google Maps. I did not <laughs> trust it. Like, it was nowhere near as good as MapQuest. Or even, like, someone like Nokia with their maps was amazing. Mm. You know, and then, and then Google now. I mean, oh, come on, who uses anything else but Google, right? Google Maps. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they had you know you had to crawl before you can walk and before you can run. Yeah, well, the problem with Apple is in terms of um, services, mm -hmm. they tend to fall on the low end a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Why I don't know. What, what because, do you mean? What do you mean low end? So like. Uh, um, what was called iCloud had issues, Maps had issues. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, so it's not that it? they fall. It's not that they fall on the low end. It's just that sometimes they just they're not a services company as as much no, as Google is. Very true, very true. But that should be you know extra concern for them. Like, okay, we are not strong at this, so we need to you know either beef up or take a longer time. Mm. Yeah, right? I, I think I think that like let's say uh, maps you have the option of using um, Google. I think the fact that that is there is is a good thing. Uh, yeah, iCloud you don't have a real option. I mean, you can use you know uh, you could use uh, Dropbox as a, a way or even like Yahoo to back up your pictures or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think there's look a savvy like the average person will not get bitten by the bugs that the 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 most more savvy users will get you know bitten by oh definitely not most of the people don't know they exist exactly exactly and so that's why that's what, it's like that's who the that's who most of these features are for on apple software is for like someone like my mom right who basically is not as savvy and just needs a way to have her pictures backed up, you know? Mm. Whether, whether, see, the thing is that we have to see, the thing is that a company starting slow is one thing, but a company basically starting slow and then 10 years later, it's still no good. That's a problem. Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they were good at the beginning. Well, they were great at the beginning. Just, just yeah, they just basically undermined and and didn't take Apple as serious as they should have. That's the problem. Same thing with Nokia. You know. Yeah, Nokia should have gone for Android. Mm-hmm. And that actually, BlackBerry is supposedly coming out with an Android device. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I heard. I wonder how that's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that the one thing that uh, BlackBerry was really good at was the Messenger, right? Oh yeah, that was great. The Messenger was great, and also, um, well, I had the BlackBerry. I don't bold mm-hmm. nine thousand, I believe, and well, the software was kind of wonky, but when it worked in certain areas, it worked better than the iPhone. Mm and android and that to me was like hmm so they can do things like in certain ways that give me value and give me food for thoughts like hmm, maybe i should consider blackberry <laughs> not really because it's, i don't remember anymore what it was but like certain things were really way more similar mm-hmm. on a blackberry device than it because for one time I had a BlackBerry and an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why I'm not that important, but hmm. you know. <laughs> the the thing about it is that would you go back to BlackBerry with the app market the way it is? I mean, uh, no. You know, like right now, I think BlackBerry had this program where you could do you could get Android apps over onto BlackBerry. Yeah, they still have that, and I think what BlackBerry should do is for the uh, corporate market, just make your BlackBerry device, right? Mm -hmm. But for your consumers, maybe make one BlackBerry device, you know, the classic, and come out with Android. Mm. And maybe put a couple of services like, especially BBM, but also... um, it also has some kind of encryption software like this. I don't know what the name was again, but mm-hmm. if they can make that a possibility on an Android device, that might appeal to corporate, but also to consumers because yeah. BlackBerry still has somewhat of a name. Yeah. On the one hand, on the other hand, it's like, yeah, BlackBerry. And they got nice keywords, but yeah, did that. Yeah, the thing about that, most people have gotten over the fact that keyboards are a thing. I mean, most people are fine you now with, you know, like people who are diehard keyboard, you know, uh, users, basically. I I, I, I think, um, was it Christina Warren? I think yeah. one of these people said that, you know, they were massive BlackBerry users because of the keyboard. And now it's like, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't go back again. You know, that's what they said, no. you know. I believe Christina Warren has the the fake BlackBerry for the iPhone keyboard thingy. Oh, okay. That's she kind of liked it. Yeah. I, I believe. I, I think it was her. Yeah. I'm not too sure on that. Yeah, no, that, I think I think I think you're. I think one of these people had was talking about it, but yeah, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Uh-huh. Mm. And th- that's actually the interesting part about the Samsung event. Mm. They came out with a case, and you can attach. Uh, physical keyboard to the case. Oh my gosh! What is this thing called? 
Uh, I, I don't think I don't remember the keyboard cover. <laughs> Come on, man. No, but it actually, it is kind of interesting, especially the way they implemented it. Right? No, so, come on. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I'm looking it, at this thing here. This is no good. It, it looks a little wonky, sure, but the it, idea of it? This does but, not... Oh. No, 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 no. Let, 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 let me tell you first, okay? So, okay. you have, like, your basic case, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, the case you have on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have your key, the keyboard part, which, which you see, right? Mm-hmm. You can either attach it to the front or to the back. So if you put it on the back, you, you just use your phone as you normally do. But you can switch the keyboard to the front, and then the software automatically repositions everything. So the bottom part of your screen, you know, is not in use. And like <clears throat> the keyboard, it doesn't work on tactile or uh, capacitive, but it works basically sort of like Wacom uh, technology. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting, you know? This looks horrifically, horrendously ugly. Yeah, in terms of design, and they could step it up a bit. I mean, yeah, I, like, so, I just think this is a horrible, like, this looks so kludgy. Like, if you're going to, uh, no, but uh, how does t- it attach? A magnet? It's just click on. This is. Just, you click it on, you click it off. Uh, wow. I, uh, yeah, you wouldn't catch me. I'm sorry. No, that. No, but. Take out the factor of the design. Okay? No, no, no. I don't. I don't like when the when you know Will I Am came up with the, or whoever came up with that keyboard for the iPhone. I, I, was, I uh, wasn't it Seagate. Who? Um, not Seagate. Um, the famous guy. It wasn't uh, Will I Am. No, it wasn't Will I Am. It was. Uh, uh, oh, that was well, Ryan Seacrest, right? Yeah, Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, you're right, you're right. Um, I, I no, but especially on a note device, it makes the most sense to have that type of feature, right? Does it really? Yeah, because yeah, you're not convincing me, man. <laughs> yeah, but take a look at the Galaxy Note. It is, it's probably the most geared towards productivity and uh, business people. Besides the black bear, right? Is it? Uh, wow. I, I in a, not in a way, it is. Yeah, I get I, I don't know. I did not expect this thing to look this ugly. This is really bad. <laughs> it, no, really. I, it's almost like, how did this even leave the, their, um, their design lab? This is not good. Yeah, design-wise, they can... No, I, I just, the thing about it is that it, there's nothing... like The reason why a keyboard phone is a, a compelling thing is because it is one flush thing you don't have to worry about losing anything this is not a good idea i have to disagree and so basically like so this thing is on top goes on top of your phone and then it pushes it pushes down on the back onto your phone or or is no, it no 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 so like if you look at so if say you would take off the keyboard right yeah 
if you would take a look at the back, it's completely flat. It's no oh, nothing okay. on the so back. So it's Bluetooth then? No, it's not Bluetooth. It's basically uh, Wacom technology. Oh, okay. Or uh, some kind of magic. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know about this one. Wow. I um hmm, I haven't seen uh, Samsung make something that I have thought less of. This is, <laughs> oh, wow. And this is for the this is for the no and the both. edge. It works on both, yeah. Yeah, and I see someone here using it on the edge. It looks really bad on the edge. Maybe, really? maybe it looks better on a note. It looks a bit better on a note. It, basically, the keyboard design just, uh, yeah, it's it's not pretty enough. Hmm. But the idea of it, though, no, I like, like that I, I do not like the idea of this at all. I mean, I know, I, I know you do, but I, I think this is really tacky. I well, I mean, because I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm thinking of like the 1990s now when I'm looking at this thing. <laughs> No, seriously, it's like this is pretty bad, actually. It's not the 1990s, man. It's like uh, uh, this color that they chose as well is so 1990s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and how much? So this keyboard, how much? This keyboard is ninety dollars. Wait, what? Uh, I don't know. No, how much is this? Key? Oh, eighty dollars. Wow. Eighty dollars. S- that's expensive. I mean, seriously, like eighty dollars for this thing. Wow! <laughs> and someone here on Yahoo, uh, Yoni Heisler on Yahoo, is saying that this thing doesn't even work. Oh, really? Yeah, he. T- I think he's testing it here on Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo Tech. Yeah, I did hear that. Like, it doesn't feel good in the hand. Like. The typing so, wise. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Seacrest would have been done a better job with this thing than they than they did. They should have just asked him to design it. Yep, definitely. I mean, they they basically are throwing everything at the wall, and I think that Samsung could do better by sort of reeling it in a little bit. There's no reason that this S6 Edge Plus should exist if the Note 5 exists. Why should both exist? Uh, Well, if you have somebody who, for what reason whatsoever, wants an Edge, but wants a bigger device than the S6 Edge, no, see the thing the about screen. us that the, the thing about us that they should actually be braver than that. Seriously, don't you think that it's better if they just decide to actually just say, you know what, there's an edge, it's a smaller one. If you want an edge, that's the one you get. Yeah, I totally, I, I totally agree. I think Samsung should just bring out three mm-hmm. flagships, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and. Don't make them look the same, because mm-hmm. basically they look the same. Even the edge looks the same. <laughs> if you take a look at the back, they all look the same. Mm-hmm. I want all those three devices to be different types of needs. You know, mm-hmm. they should have. So they should have just three phones. They should have the six, the Galaxy Note, and another phone that's either smaller or bigger. Yeah, well, not bigger. Hey, listen, some people like big phones and they can't Yeah, but the, the Note is the biggest one. Yeah, the Note is the biggest one. 
Well, the Note is the biggest phone. Period. Isn't the the, the isn't the yeah. OnePlus two bigger? Yeah, but I don't think they have a new one of those. The Samsung uh, Mega. Oh. That that was bigger than the Note, but like yeah, <laughs> those were basically. The Note had more power than the Samsung Mega. Like, mm-hmm. if you come out with a device like that, it should be on par with uh, the Note, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, you got you got the space for it, so yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And Samsung came out well. They announced it only. They didn't talk about it, mm-hmm. but they announced um, there was that they're gonna come out at Eva with um, the Samsung Gear Two, I believe. Mm. Is that the name? Well, basically their new smartwatch, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of nice from the pictures I saw. Okay, what's it called? I only saw the digital pictures. I believe it's called the Gear Two. Okay. Gear two. Okay. Let me see. No, it's not the gear two. The gear S two. <laughs> that might be. <laughs> yeah, I see it here. More. Uh. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's not bad. No, especially for Samsung. Yeah. Because the only nice smart ones, kind of smart, nice smart ones they had was that Gear Fit. Mm. What's it called that? You actually kind of liked it too, mm-hmm. right? I think so, yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't buy it because... Uh... It would not work with your iPhone, for one. No, the thing, the thing about it is that... Um... Something about uh, Samsung's styling just doesn't speak to me. Like it's not bad looking, but like when we saw the weddings one, looks something about it went above uh, this. You know what I mean? Mm. Even the Motorola Moto three sixty, like something about it just is as just a step further than this. Even the LG uh, round one, whatever the round one is called. Um, mm, yeah well i'm not too sure about the lg one hmm? i'm not too sure about the lg one okay the urbane yeah i mean I there's a i'm looking at the black urbane and it's not a bad i mean you know from pictures it looks pretty good actually i don't know what it looks like on someone's hand i don't see pictures on someone's hand but i'm looking at a picture of it it looks like my mechanical watch it looks good actually I don't know, like, part of me thinks that if you're gonna... Like, I'm looking at it on someone's wrist. It actually looks pretty good. Um, I, I was thinking about a, another smartwatch. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about the Urbane. And the Urbane, like, yeah, you know. I, yeah. I, if, if, if I'm gonna have a round watch, I will just go for something that has slightly more flavors of times past rather than that... that 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 look of that thing, just something about it, just doesn't. I don't know. That looks weird. It it, 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 it looks. It doesn't look um, because like most of the smartwatches try to look like a watch, right? And this one kind of falls somewhere in the middle. 
to this know looks what like like something I designed. That's what it looks like. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> not quite there. You know, mm. it's like they they could have. I mean, I don't know. There's not even a crown on it, which is weird. But should there be a crown though? Look, this thing is so small that I think having a crown on it is actually not a bad idea because you already have how many ways of inputting? You have voice, you have touch. Crown is just an extra thing that you know it could help with increasing yeah um, but does the crown work on the lg for instance i don't know doesn't it i don't know because it might just be push button like on the 360 because mm. okay. that one doesn't have a crown but they place the button that looks like a crown basically oh. well but the, oh, okay, or even if it's not a true crown but a button something there's no button on this thing like I'm looking at the LG. Maybe it's touch. They might. Samsung might be a company that does that because they love their. They were one of the first companies that did stuff with like, uh, capacitive touch. Mm-hmm. You know when they you still had the thumb phones. Mm-hmm. But they already started doing stuff with like, um, capacitive touch. Mm. And I actually. I had one Samsung phone, the slider, which had a, like uh, a small touch screen in it. Mm-hmm. And like in every menu, the icons would change depending on the menu. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, mind is blown. <laughs> because back then, smartphones did not exist. Mm-hmm. And that was just, for me, it was a leap forward. I believe you saw that phone, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Samsung. Samsung used to make really good phones back in the day. So it was, just, um, yeah. Well, I was ne- actually never really a Samsung fan, huh? Because all of the Samsung phones I had were they looked nice, but they were crap. <laughs> 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 Until the smartphone resolu- uh, revolution. Mm. All right, cool. All right, cool. Any any final thoughts about the event? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, one one small thing though. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that they had a woman on stage, and at that they had a woman of a minority. They had they had a minority, or they didn't. They d- did. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. Was a black female. Nice. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "Kudos to you." They're paying attention. I don't remember the last time I saw mm-hmm. any minority on stage. I believe that was Sachin Adela. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's a CEO, so yeah, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> someone who does a presentation. I have not seen many people of color. Mm. Cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah. a plus, a plus for them on that on that front. Yeah, definitely, and scaling down the weirdness around their keynote. Good. <laughs> Finally, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Sounds good. 
Yeah. Alrighty. So I guess our homework for the next episode is to listen to that new Compton album by uh, for that NWA movie. Yeah, is it already out on uh, Spotify and stuff? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Because I know they have an exclusivity with Apple, but I don't know for how long. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, okay. We'll look into it. Cause, uh, huh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, or I should ask Mr. Sticky Fingers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't you still have... Oh, you don't have your four, 4 anymore, right? No, I don't have it anymore. Oh, okay. All right, that's a good point. Well, we'll look into that. Um, but yeah, so if you can, listen to that album. And any listeners, you could listen to that album, that Compton album. Uh, we, we're going to discuss it. Mickey Mick, uh, the guy who does our intro and outro music from the production house, he's going to be on to discuss it with us. Um, all right, cool. Where shall we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, under TY09. Cool. And yeah, Snapchat, sort of. <laughs> you you find out my username where I breach die, right? Uh, I put it in the show notes, didn't I? I forget what it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll figure it out one day. Uh, so. Let me see. Uh, I put it in the last show notes. Let me see here. It is... Um. It is Breach Tie, right? B R E A C H T Y. Yeah, true. Yeah. And where can I find you? Uh, CW Daily everywhere. And uh, my website, cwdaily.com, is being worked on. It's going to be coming up soon. Uh, I have a lot of uh, photography that I've been doing with film photography, like uh, old Polaroid uh, peel apart instant film and also the impossible projects uh instant uh film for like polaroid cameras like the sonar sonar uh, sx70s and the slr 680s and stuff like that so uh that that hopefully i'll have all of that stuff on my website cool and uh, the rest of our crew ta- uh, tosh is at t- t- tosh polak on twitter and dick is at dick underscore daily on twitter And they will be back in the next episode. Yay. yay. Ciao. Later, everybody. Later. Return to your regular scheduled programming.